It's time for Rama for Today. But they had this special meeting. They got permission, you know, from the city. And down on the courthouse square, they were going to have this special service. You know, there's, I guess, really thousands of people. And so he got to preach it. Well, he preached a great sermon. He's a great preacher. God bless him. He is, he's anointed by the Spirit. There's no doubt in my mind about what he had the baptism of the Holy Ghost spoke with tongue because he told about his experience and he said, somebody said, why, brother, did you speak with tongue? He said, I may have. I spoke something I never spoke in before. Amen. And so probably that was it. But he's high-tempered fellow. I don't care if you're saved and baptized the Holy Ghost, you know. If you, you've still got your same physical nature you had, you know. You're going to get a new body one of these days, but you've got to keep the flesh under, you know. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The Integrity of God's Word, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I know the last convention I preached up in New York City, that full gospel business, a lady came to me there. said, Brother Hagan, uh, may I speak to you? I said, yes. She said, uh, you know, I was down in one of your seminars we had over there, crusades we had over in, 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 in before we ever started the training center. But we had over in the Sheridan Road Assembly, just use their facilities, put on a meeting. She said, I came down there from New York State, just especially to get in the healing line. Going to be there all the week. But I got in the day teaching services, you know, and you began to teach. You know, and I thought, I'll get, be built up in the Word. I'm going to be here all the week. I'll wait till Friday night to get in the healing line. Because, you know, I had this condition, you know, the doctors couldn't cure it. She'd had it for a quarter of a century. But she said, you know, sitting there and listening to you teach, she said, I, I realized something. Before I can get in that healing line and get healed, that's where it's all been hung up on. I've been in everybody's healing line in America. When my mother died 25 years ago, my brother and I had a falling out. I haven't spoken to one another since then. Now, she didn't say what over, maybe over property or something, you see. See, she's an older woman now. But 25 years ago, she said, we haven't spoken to one another, haven't corresponded to one another and she said, I saw, I'm going to have to get that straightened out. Because, see, she wouldn't forgive him and he wouldn't forgive her. So she said, when the morning service over, said, I, I stand in a, in a hotel, a motel right there close to Sheridan. Said, I went right across that shopping center there, you know. And I, and I uh, usually would eat there. There's a, there's a, a boarding's cafeteria upstairs there. And so I went over there to eat and I got the phone booth and I I just, you know, after 25 years, I knew where they lived, but I didn't know the number, and I went through the operator and got his home phone number, and his wife answered, and I told her who it was, you know, and she gave me his business number, and I called his office, told him who it was, you know, this is so-and-so, 25, think about it, hadn't spoken to him for 25 years, and when I said, this is so-and-so, oh, he said, I'm so glad you called, I'm so glad, I've been thinking about you, he said, I'm so glad you called, where are you, well, she said, I'm down here in Tulsa attending a meeting, but said, I want to tell you what I called for. I called and asked you to forgive me. I'm wrong. Oh, no. He said, you're not. I've been thinking about it. I'm the one that's wrong. I'm the one that's wrong. Just, just acting like a kid and me an adult. You know, it takes some people a long time to grow up. Some of them, takes them 50 years to get as much sense as a 10-year-old ought to have. I've seen people that way. Do you know that? Seem to me like a 10-year-old. Seem to me like a 12-year-old kid to have more sense sometimes than a 50-some-odd-year-old. He said, no, it's all my fault. No, she said, it wasn't your fault, it's mine. 
And I, I, just, I just take all responsibility. No, he said, I'm not going to let you do that. He said, he said I'm, I'm more responsible than you are. After all, he's a little bit older than her, you see. He said, you're my baby sister and I shouldn't have acted like I did. Shouldn't have said things I said. And he said, yeah, I, I'm wrong and I just take full... No, she said, no, no. So they finally settled out that they'd just take 50-50 responsibility <laughs> and ask one another to forgive them and didn't forgive one another. And he said, I want you to come to see me. She said, well, just as soon as the meeting's over, I'm coming right there. I'm going to come see you. And he was thrilled. Well, she said, I said, now then, glory to God, I'll get that healing meeting tonight and be healed. I've been at every healing line in America. Everybody at Minister of the Sick laid hands on me. I haven't got it. So she said, I laid down that afternoon to take me a nap. Got up, get ready to go to church. Going to get in the healing line tonight. But I found out all my symptoms disappeared. She said, brother, well, after coming way down there, I didn't even get to get in the healing line. Wasn't nothing wrong with me. Condition of 25 years cleared up in a few minutes, a few hours, you see. Now that happens. I didn't say that so with you, but I said that happens sometimes. Now what's her trouble? She had something she wouldn't forgive her brother. You see, if you have an unforgiving spirit, your faith won't work for healing or for anything else, as far as that's concerned. You're on a low level of fellowship, and you're on a low level of faith then. Right on the other hand, the same thing is true in forgiving yourself. A lady said to me in Fort Worth, Texas, one time after one of the morning teaching sessions, Brother Hagin, may I speak to you? I said, yes, yes, you may speak to me. She said, I, I want you to pray for me. Well, I said, what for? She said, well, now she said, I've been saved for eight years, filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, a little over seven, just a little while after I was baptized. I've been teaching a Sunday school class for about seven, almost eight years here in this church. Well, by looking at her, I could tell that she must be a lady somewhere in the vicinity of 36 to 40 years of age. She said, now, my husband and I, you know, I was married for a good many years before I was ever saved. And I got saved, baptized the Holy Ghost. My husband's still not saved, but he's a fine man. And I love him with all my heart. He loves me. And he never has had any excesses. Said he never did, he never did have the tobacco habit. Once in a while, he'd take a drink. Now, I don't mean he ever got drunk. He just might take one drink. That's about it. But one time, he came in, just here a while back, he came in from work, you see, in the afternoon, and he stopped by and had a drink, and, and actually had two drinks, but it didn't affect But he came in acting like he's drunk, just putting on, you know, with her. And she said, before I got saved, I was awful high-tempered. Oh, man, you talk about temper. In all these eight years, I've never lost my temper, not with him or anybody else. But when he came in acting like, like, like that, before I knew it, I mean, before I knew it, I blew my top. Sort of like a Baptist preacher down in Texas. He said he was uh, having a street meeting years ago during Depression Day. You know, streets are full of people, Depression Day. People standing around couldn't work, you know. He's having a tent meeting, Southern Baptist. He's having a tent meeting there in that town sponsored by several Baptist churches and some more churches got in on sort of a citywide meeting like, you see. But they had this special meeting. They got permission, you know, from the city and, and down on the courthouse square they're going to have this special service, you know, and there's, I guess, really thousands of people. And so he got to preaching. 
Well, he preached a great sermon. He's a great preacher. God bless him. He is, he's anointed by the Spirit. There's no doubt in my mind but what he had to baptize in the Holy Ghost spoke with tongue because he told about his experience and he said, somebody said, why, brother, did you speak with tongue? He said, I may have. I spoke something I never spoke in before. Amen. And so probably that was it. But he's high-tempered fellow. I don't care if you're saved and baptized the Holy Ghost, you know. If you, you've still got your same physical nature you had, you know. You're going to get a new body one of these days, but you've got to keep the flesh under, you know. And so he had preached. I know the fellow. I know him personally. I know, you know, he's going to be with the Lord now, but I know something about it. And after he had preached, you see, and people standing around, you know, a fellow walked up to him. And preacher, I want you to know something. Well, he said, what? I don't believe a word you said. Well, he said, I don't matter whether you believe it or not. said, it's so. And this fellow cursed him. Said there isn't any God. Said he's using God's name in vain, you see. Well, he said something here, come up here, about to my Adam's apple, and I pushed it back down. <laughs> this fellow just trying to pick something, the devil in him, you see. And he said, I don't believe it. Said the Bible's not true. You preachers are just out for money. They ought to put all of you in jail, burn every church down. That come up right past my Adam's apple. And the top of my head, when I came to myself, I was right down the middle of it, just beating him in the face. They pulled me off of it. Of course, you're right on the courthouse square. You're going to arrest the preacher for fighting? That fellow got up and said, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize for everything I said. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just takes that sometimes to help some people. I'm not advocating that. Are you listening to me? I know a fellow down in East Texas, Assembly of God and Pastor. This is a true story. I, know, I knew him first. He's going to be with the Lord. He started preaching. He is a, just a farmer, you know, preaching on the side. He finally went into full-time ministry, early days of Pentecost. And his neighbor farmer was Church of Christ. Well, the neighbor farmer, just to aggravate him, he'd turn his cows out into his corn patch, do different things. He'd go put them up, go put them up. He'd want to argue religion. One day he saw him just turn his cattle into his field purposely. He got them out, went over and see him, said, Now I've put up with it long enough. I've seen you. I saw you turn them in there yourself. Claimed before they got out. Fellow said, Oh, there's nothing to you and nothing to that. Not a thing in the world to it. All of that business has been done away with. You folks don't have anything. This fellow said, you know what I think I'm going to do? He said, what? He said, I'm going to whip you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he gave that fellow a whipping. He went to church with him the next night and got saved. <laughs> now, I don't advocate that. Don't misunderstand me. But that really helped. You know, one church I pastored, one church I pastored, full gospel church, we had a fellow. He is in the uh, body, you know, repairing car bodies, you know. And they got a lot of machinery since then. This is way back there in the 40s. You're operating on, you know, and that fellow, you talk about an arm, uh, you know, he'd hammer out metal, you know. And he's a little bit short fellow, but before he got saved, he is in the underworld down in Dallas. He's in the underworld. And he got saved and got the baptism of the Holy Ghost in Bethel Temple. And he'd moved out of Dallas purposely to get away from him up here to a small town, put in this business of, you know, car repair and body work and all that, you know. Well, now he, and, and now he became superintendent. He's my Sunday school superintendent, you see. 
Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month, we're offering Kenneth E. Hagan's Legacy Bible. Some of the features of this Bible include a collection of 26 lessons on faith, giant King James text, all bound in black genuine leather. Next is the three-CD series, Jesus is Coming Again, from Kenneth E. Hagan. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagan's slimline book, The Life of Obedience. All these items are at the special discounted price of $130. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, you know, you got something coming up here in September that people need oh, to know about, wow. especially the ladies. The ladies need to know about my Kindle the Flame Women's Conference. That is September the 28th through the 30th. Registration course is now open. It is a women's conference like no other women's conference that, that you'll ever go to. Lynette and our daughter Denise, yes. they host this convention and or conference, I guess you'd yes. call it. And it is a great, hey, guys. If you want to do something good for your lady, yes. go register. Go to rhema.org slash KTF. Register her. Get, get her all set up. Yeah, get her all set up. Because it is a great conference. Yes. You need to be there. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue this powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.